All right, guys, episode three of the Spoken Podcast. My name's Gareth. I am here today with a very special guest, business partner, co-owner, and my mum, Dee Thomas. Partners in crime. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. No, maybe not. Oh, I don't know. How are you? I'm very well. Bit nervous because I don't know what you're going to ask well, me. The the whole plan was to have Mum on episode one. We'd start off as how we created the company right. and stuff like this. Mum is shit scared of being on a podcast. Um, of course, I know. So we had to kind of show Mum Ruby's podcast <laughs> as well as Zoe's podcast um, to try and get her on, which worked. So great editing, Pete. Again, shout out Peter Cullen. Subtitles. Um, all right, let's start off. Top five. Top five songs. Okay, so I thought about this. When you asked me, I thought, I haven't got five songs because I listen to so much. And then I thought, if you wanted them to be meaningful or have a story behind them and all that sort of jazz. So I thought, oh, I'm just gonna think of the ones that I really love. Yeah. So the first one comes to mind, and you'll remember this, because I used to play it to you. Well, I used to play the album to you um, on your way to school while you were bouncing around in the back of our Ford Orion mm, to times. Nirvana. Team Spirit, yeah, and I, I thought, right, all of the songs I like, I'm going to put on a playlist, and then I'm going to whittle them down. Oh my god, I've had a ball. I've been what, in the car. To, yeah, I've been listening to my. <laughs> Why haven't I listened to these songs before? I know they're amazing. So that's on full blast. Um, so that is one of them. Okay. I had, um, I think, I secretly had a crush on Kurt Cobain. Um, it's probably then, tattooed on me now. Well, yeah, but then ended up marrying your father who looks like Peter Perfect. Yes. So I don't know. He looks more like then. Peter Andre. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Cliff Richards. Yeah, Cliff Richards. Cliff Richards. If anybody knows Cliff Richard, and I really <laughs> hope Pete will be able to do uh, this. Pete, yep. I will send you a photo of my dad. Yeah. And then if you can put my dad and a photo of Cliff Richard, and they're basically the same person. Oh, they are. Yeah. So, same lisp, everything. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Good not times. as good a voice, but... Definitely anyway. not as good a voice. Um, so the other one that I liked is Hotel California. Yeah, classic. <laughs> that is brilliant by the Eagles. I loved that, so that was cranked up. I remember, and this is why this is one of my favourites, I love Frank Zappa. Yeah. And I love Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. And the reason why that is so prominent is because I went to see him up in Hammersmith um, and I was with some people and we were right round the back of Hammersmith I think it was where we saw him I can't remember um, just biding our time until they opened and they all came out round the back there was just like about six of us there and they were smoking and having a chat and it's just incredible but he's the most he was sorry the most intelligent person and his lyrics and i think he might have been a bit on the wacky backy while he was doing them but they're amazing was. everyone was yeah probably 
I wasn't. No, oh, of course not. No. Really no. no. two shoes. Yes. My neck. Um, yeah, so he was one of them. Then, of course, I always thought I was Stevie Nicks. Yeah. With, again, my natural hair, which looks like a pillow's exploded. So Stevie Nicks is another one of my favorites. Um, and Stand Back is amazing. So I love that one. Um, I also love um, Kate Bush. Weathering Heights is, well, is a masterpiece, basically. I'm running up that hill. How many have I said? Mm. Um, you want to do one more? Maybe one more. Okay. So this one is a bit, I don't want to put a downer on it. Oh, <laughs> but um, Peter Gabriel. Oh, no, and I love Genesis. Follow you, follow me. That's another one. But Peter Gabriel is just superb. Um, and he did a song, Don't Give Up. And he did it with Kate Bush, who was obviously another of my favorites. And the reason why it's so important to me is I had, oh, I'm gonna get really upset now. Oh, please I don't do cry. Please don't cry. I we have so much time on this podcast. We do not need you to cry straight know, away. Sorry. You can cry later on. I had gone in to see Kenny. Yeah. And they had said that they couldn't do the operation they wanted to because, you know, it was too late and everything. And I was trying to phone my best friend, Joe McEwen Thomas, to tell her. I didn't know what I was going to tell her, but I was trying to. And this song came on the radio. And I just, <laughs> it was, but you know, sometimes you need a good cry. Yeah, I know. Who was I talking about? Who was I talking to that to? Oh, Owen. So obviously we met up with Owen yeah. yesterday, day before. Yeah, day before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were in the car coming back from the airport and he was just saying, he goes, oh, like, I hope I cry. And I was like, what do you mean? So he was going to do some um, breathing exercises and stuff like that. What, in the car? No, 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 when I dropped him off. So the oh, next right. day he was having like a day to himself, no phone, nothing like that. Oh, which I right, right, cool. I see, yeah. I um, and yeah, he was saying like, he goes, oh, like, I, I kind of hope I cry. He goes, I can't remember the last time I cried. He goes, I feel like you everyone need just it. needs a good cry. Yeah, it's true, you so do. It is, yeah. And then I was telling him, it's like, I'd cry at stupid stuff, like, I'm, oh, you're quite emotional. I'm very emotional. Yeah, you are. I'm you very that from emotional. Me. Yeah, I know. I definitely did not get that from my dad. No, I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen dad cry. No, I don't think I have either. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think. I don't think so anyway. But going off topic, he was asking me if I was emotional and stuff like that, and I was like, I'm yeah. a sack of shit. Yeah, um, I was like very bad, and then. I was telling him an example and I was like, I didn't cry, but there was a part in Dumbo, like I know, I'm not, not the old bad. film, not the old film, but the new film. I can't even remember what it was, but something happened. And you know, when you feel like in your stomach or something, you're like, oh, I could go now. Yeah, and I, I do. Oh, that sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I meant yeah, I could go now as in cry. Um, and I was just like, 
Oh, shit. I think I'm going to cry. I didn't cry, thankfully. Um, but yeah. I was in the cinema. Oh, see, that's, that's the I know. I was next to Lani, and I was looking at Lani, who's the ice queen. Um, really? La- I've never seen... I've seen Lani cry once, and that was because of an animal, which is the only time I think oh. I'll ever see her cry, ever. Um, yeah, I think, if I can remember. I've probably made her cry a couple of times. I'm sure you have. I know, um, putting up with me, but... No, it was, yeah, it's quite funny that you say that, isn't it? I agree, though. I think everybody just needs a good, like, Wah! Yeah, they do. You, you, you definitely need that. And I needed that at that time. And, I mean, you know, you get the headache afterwards. And, you know, I'm not a pretty crier. I, who is a pretty crier? I'm really not a pretty, very, very fake. ugly. Unless it's fake, it's not really a pretty crier. Oh, so. It was awful. And... Yeah, yeah, that's why I like Peter Gabriel. And whenever I play it, because it's associated with that, it has the same yeah, effect. effect. Yeah, yeah so, sorry. No, I was actually going to say, I was going to stop you and just go keep on moving the mic because it's like, when it gets too close, we can't hear you. Oh, so right. it's fine okay. so it's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, all right, cool. So, let's get... Down to business. Well, there's more. I thought it was just the five questions. And then that's it. Yeah. So there's one thing that I found out a couple of days ago about your background, which is nuts because I thought I knew the whole story and why you went into hairdressing and whatnot. So a bit of a background side note. So we kind of founded Elysian Institute six and a half yeah, years that. ago. Yeah. Six and a half to seven years ago. Mum's background's hairdressing, which she will explain shortly as to why mm-hmm. she got into hairdressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Elysian Institute kind of covers hairdressing, um, beauty, makeup, the whole lot. So that's from apprentices full-time and whatnot. So yeah, we started that around six and a half years ago to seven years and then four years ago we started the barber academy australia so we are business partners we are i kind of think we're more business partners than mother and son sometimes oh no i know that's really sad but it is it It always feels like we catch up and it's like work 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 yeah i know it's it's difficult not to working with your mom and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) yeah sometimes um so yeah i mean I, I don't think enough people probably know our backgrounds and why we started the colleges in general. No. So it was really interesting when I heard you talking to Owen and Lee about that. So let's hear why and when you got into the hairdressing industry. Okay. When I had just finished my A-levels, which is what, year 12 here, something like that? Yeah, I think is it's that? equivalent. How old would you have been? 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah, it's around year 12. About there. Um, I'd finished my A-levels. I'd got quite good grades. Um, and I had been encouraged, let's say, by my father to take what they call technical drawing in school um, because I was going to be a draftswoman. And he said, you know what, because... Obviously, he was in that sort of yeah. profession. He goes, there's no draftswoman 
anywhere. Mind <laughs> you, this is quite a long time ago. <laughs> quite a long time ago. He goes, for you to be a draftswoman in this, he said, they'll be no, falling over themselves because yeah. it'll be something different a novelty to start with and then they'll find out how good you are so I thought hmm, yeah I'm gonna use that to my advantage um however you know what nanny's like my mother she yes. had other ideas and she wanted to move to Brighton which is what six miles away six hours away from where I was we gonna live say it's a bit more than six, six hours mile, yeah. uh, six miles um and you know you can't come with us because you've just done your schooling, you're gonna go and you know go to university, blah blah blah. So I thought, oh, okay. So she found me this room <laughs> with this old lady who used to sit on a um, what they call them, you know, the seats that have got the toilet in them. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know the name. Well, of she them, used but to sit on yeah. one of the commode. Yeah. She used to sit on one of those. She had like a bay window. She'd sit in one there and watch the world go by. That was, you know, that's her the life. life. Yeah. So I got fixed up with this woman. Um, I had my own room, um, but my mum said, "I'll give you enough room for, you know, food and board, but everything else you've got to find yourself." Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm going to have to get a job then, aren't I? So I um, went to this hairdressing salon um, and I started work there and I know you're going to find this hard to believe but I do have a little bit of confidence so I told them I could Lovely. do yeah I told them I could do all of these things which I couldn't but I said I could um, and somehow or other after about oh it didn't seem very long they went if you give up your um, university, you can come work here as an apprentice. And I thought, okay, how am I going to get this past my parents? So I spoke to my dad and he goes, well, tell me a bit about it. So I said, well, you've got to pay for it for six years. <laughs> he says, you don't get any money at all. No, not for six years. And then I'm a hairdresser. So were you not even getting paid a wage as an apprentice? No, you had to pay for it. Interesting. I know. That shows you how long ago days? it was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And in those days, which is why I think we've got such a good work ethic, mm. right? Because I brought you up the same. And I can remember going off topic, my boss calling me because we had um, snow in the UK and there was like five meters of snow, yeah. right? And where I worked must have been about... I don't know, 30, maybe 30 miles away. And I'd gone home on the weekend and it had snowed. So mm. you're stuck. So we went, oh no. He said, we've got burst pipes in the salon. You need to get in. I said, but there's no buses, no nothing. Then you walk. Yeah, nice. And I walk, girl. Yeah. It took me. I can't imagine you walking. Well, I no. could imagine you doing work, but I can't imagine yeah, you walking. I was a bit different then. Yeah. Um, I, w I couldn't get out of bed the next day because I'd have to lift my legs up in the snow, yeah. right? So, but it was like, it wasn't an option, yeah. you know? Anyway, so I, I started there. My dad was, you know, gutted. But then he did say to me, when I achieved my goal and I finished, um, 
I became freelance, which is just another word for mobile. And in those days, I really was the only mobile hairdresser Um, in Nanny's Morris Minor with moss growing in the back. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, very affluent. Um, But he said, you know what? He said, you're right. He said, if you want to make it in this world, you've got to be fish and chip shop owner funeral director or a hairdresser because everybody eats, everybody has a haircut and everybody dies. And it's right. It is right. I've never, ever been out of a job. And, you know, I came here when I was 18 because I've made so much money um, being mobile and I got a job straight away. And it's just, you know, I've worked in um, London. I worked for L'Oreal. I used to go to, um, what's the place? The Stringfellows in, nobody's probably ever heard of that, but it's where all the celebrities went. You know, I can remember going with Thin Lizzy. Jeez, that is really showing my age. Um, and it was just another world. Yeah. And I, I was on a set with you too. Truth, real story. Um, and we were bleaching one, I think it was the drummer's hair. They yeah, doing... nobody knows the name of the drummer. They only know Bono, the okay, name. sorry. And what's the other one? Edge? Edge. Well, he didn't have any hair. Yeah. He was Welsh, though. Who? Edge? Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought they were all Irish, man. No, he's Welsh. Oh, I reckon you're going to get called out on Right, this. you need to look up right, in Pete, the will. Yeah. Pete's right? on that. Um, and I thought, I had to pinch myself. I said, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, it was just incredible. And you can do anything with it. You know what I mean? You mix with, in you know, really creative, fun people. Um, oh, I do. I love it. I love it. I yeah, love it. I'm just so disappointed I'm getting old. Yeah, I know. But it's kind of one of them where it is quite funny because I don't think you act your age. In a good way. In a good way. But it's definitely like, you know, um, when we speak to students and stuff like that, that they still understand what you're trying to get across and you understand what they're yeah. trying to say and yeah, stuff I like that. I think so. that's huge. I, I put in here, is the edge from you two? I'm going to put Welsh and it's come up bald. Yes, he yes, is. Yes, he's also bald. He is also bald. All right. Yes. What? Welsh. Alright. Edge is Welsh, apparently. He is. In an Irish band. But there you go. Yeah. But he's um, brought up in Ireland. But he was born in Wales. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. So what would be let's say the top three. Oh god. Right. right so okay. what would be the three things which you think have changed the most since you first started and now? Because I'd say you're still, well, we're still pretty current in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Even though you don't teach as much as what you used to or do as hair as much as what you used to. But I'd say you still kind of keep up with the trends. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I think it's interesting because it just seems to do a full cycle all over again. It's like it just... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's only so many ways you can cut or treat hair. I, I tell you, and it was funny when I was talking to Lee day before yeah um and this is what i was going to bring up but i don't know you've taken over the conversation and didn't leave me any time to speak Sounds but right. 
I was thinking nowadays it's all about social media. Yeah. So if somebody wants a haircut or whatever, that's what they see as a benchmark. Mm. Whereas when I was a girl, it was famous people. Yeah. But they had to be icons so that somebody would come in. I mean, in those days, they didn't even have the magazines yeah. that they've got. So it would be, how do you want your hair? Oh, Farrah Fawcett Major. Yeah. You know, or they go, you know, the one in Charlie's Angels. And, or Lady Di was really, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, it's those people, whereas now, it's unless they're on Instagram or Facebook or right in your face, nobody knows about them. Yeah, I know. I suppose the thing is those those icons which you're talking about are now icons on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Like I know Arthur's and I do have a man crush on David Beckham, obviously. Of course. And well, everybody's like, got a crush on David Beckham. I know, but the guy changes his hair more than I change my pants. And it's like well, how do we know that he's doing that? Because he updated on Instagram. Yeah, I suppose. So. Whereas, I mean, you'd see it in if they did a new movie or they did yeah. a press or whatever it is back in those days. Back in the days. But there was more that I suppose now, in a good way, there's more variation. Yeah. Because back home, you either had Lady Di, yeah, you know, no, Farrah exactly, Fawcett, yeah. or, you know, the one thing I do think is changed, and I'm not sure it's for the better, is the training. Yeah. Because, you know, my apprenticeship was six years, mm. okay? And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. As it happened, the person who was training me was amazing. Yeah. And that was brilliant. And she was very um, uh, generous with her craft, with passing down information and everything. So that was great. But I can remember having to wade through like, you know, pile high of hair pieces on a Saturday morning. I'd have to go in early um, to set them all up and dry them so that when the people came in again, yeah, you know. And I, I think maybe there was more community mm. because they came in every week yeah. for their hair. Blow drying hadn't come out then. <gasps> I really am old. And it was, they couldn't do without that. They they put their hairdresser on a pedestal. Yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, even that's from when I remember going to the salon with you and like going to the college back home. And it was like, it seemed to be that everybody respected even the educator. And I think that's losing yeah. kind of credit now as well. It's, I mean, we're, we're pretty lucky all of our staff still work in the industry. Yeah. Um, and, and that's essential. I think it is to. essential. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's funny what you said about the um, apprenticeships. Cause I know when I speak to Kieran who teaches our night class, like he'll say the same thing. He's like, I learned so much in my apprenticeship not hair related no no but i learned so yeah. much like if you turn up late go and find a new salon yeah like it's and i i feel we lose that and i think we have lost that um i don't know whether it's generations or what and now i'm sounding old i'm gonna say one but it is that like mm. it's the whole 
like oh, i'll wake up and i want and then i'll just rock up and it's like what do you mean i couldn't yeah. imagine doing that um and i think there is a bit of a respect kind of thing there obviously we've been pretty lucky with having the school we've dealt with a lot of salons um, a lot of hairdressers barbers and whatnot and also we had a lot of freelancers yeah. in our old um salon in mermaid so it's kind of like i suppose we see the 360 because we see yeah, education yeah, we students do. yeah staff everything so it's a bit of an eye-opener to see where people are going it's i mean at the moment from an outsider looking in and i'm definitely not calling myself a hairdresser i would love to well you know i'm trying to yeah. learn to be one but um it's from an outsider looking in it just seems to everyone's like i don't want to do an apprenticeship i want to do full-time i want to learn everything i want to yeah. soak it all up and then i just want to do it yeah and that seems to be the mentality with everything and that's i can say firsthand i've done that like you know i've wanted to do my mba for how many years um and it's like i'm instead of going yeah i should be looking at the longest course so i can like absorb yeah. as much as possible i'm going well that one's a year if i yeah. just smash that out i'll be qualified yeah. i'll have the certificate brilliant kind of thing so that is the kind of juggling act which we deal with personally but also as a college as well because we get a lot of people who go oh well i can get it quicker through these guys or that or yeah. oh, why is yours so long why is yours so short why is yours yeah. so cheap why is yours so expensive so it's like and i think that's the same with everything we deal with mm. it's like just we were talking about products earlier um and it's like that it's like people go oh well the margins instead of just going that product's amazing let's buy it it's like oh but what about that and it's so sad that we have to do that in education because I really feel they should have the best stuff. And I think that's one thing which we've done from the start. Again, which we spoke about a couple of mm. days ago, it's absolutely terrible business minded yeah. to do what we've done. Like, yeah. it, Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Whenever I know. anybody talks to me about business and stuff like that, or I listen to podcasts or anything, mm -hmm. I always think I'm like, what the hell were we doing? <laughs> Like what, what were, we, were thinking? we doing? Like mm. we basically just went, like when we took that salon on, how much we paid for that salon. Like we we had no face-to-face -face students. They were mm. all apprentices mm. or online and whatnot. And we've just taken over this massive salon yeah. on the Gold Coast Highway um, without any mm. kind of talk about it. We'd seen it online and went, oh, let's just get it. I know. Um, and we definitely learned a lot of lessons oh, there we as did, well. Yeah, so, we did. Although, yeah, we did. But then I think we always trust our gut. Yeah, absolutely. Don't we? So it's not always money and whatever. Obviously, if you haven't got the money to do something, that is going to make a difference. But I think we always, you know, we're always looking forward to you know yeah. what we're going to do how we're going to do this but it's never around us as a business for us i think it's always about how we can make it better for them how yeah. can we you know what what's out there that you know maybe it, it, it's missing or you know students have asked for something so we're very oh yeah that that's a good idea that's what we need to give them so we've always done that maybe to the detriment of 
house. Well, but we, we've always thought about students and, and you know what? I'm sure you can. When I think about my training, um, everybody has different experiences and we're not all the same. And that that's, you know, you're saying about apprentices. You know, I know there are some amazing salons out yep. there and you do an apprenticeship with them and you're learning 24-7, life skills, everything. And that's brilliant. And then you can go to another salon and it might not be as fantastic as that. Um, but if we don't motivate them, yeah. They're not going to want to go in it. And if they don't want to go in it, yeah, well, it's a dying trend, isn't it, man? Yeah, I think we've been very lucky with who we've worked with as well. Not just salons, but also like the students, our team. Mm. And then also externally, like I know I spoke about the freelancers like Tags, Rach, Kim, Anna, yeah, M, loads. stuff like that. I just think like we learned loads off them. They probably, yeah. they, they probably wouldn't even realize that they were no. teaching us stuff, but it's like the the stuff which I learned, like especially Tags. I know she's obviously a family friend, yeah, and family. Um, but it was like there was certain stuff which I didn't even think about in the salon, yeah. And she tell me, and I'm like, well, obviously that makes so much sense. Oh yeah, I see how you've changed. But it didn't flick in my head. I'm more miserable now, right? Is that no. what you're saying? No, no, you're not actually. Um, so yeah, it's, well, my cleaning has improved takes, so you'll be happy to know that. <laughs> a little and bit. And I'm so good at folding towels. Oh my gosh, Thanks yeah. to- um, You have an apprenticeship in that. I know, I could be an apprentice. You could be. But even that, like I found out a lot of what apprentices do, even though we didn't have an apprentice there for the, for the girls, but yeah. like, Em used to tell me, oh, that, this is when we'd use an mm. apprentice or that and that and that, and it's like, yeah, stuff like that's amazing. We've been really lucky with who we've worked with in this industry, I think. Like, yeah, I think so as well. I don't think there's been, you know, any relationship that we've had in the past or have now or looking to in the future. There's nobody that I think, mm, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's literally only positives I can think of out of it, which is definitely very surprising. Well, yeah, but even if it doesn't completely work out, you still get something from it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think I think we've got that mindset, haven't we? Well, yeah, I, I know I do. I love surrounding myself with positive people. Yeah. Because it, it where you know, it rubs off. And yeah, when you get to my age, there's not much time left. So you want to have as yeah, much... Thanks, well, you, you know, you I... I love this profession and yeah, I, I just, I, I want to be in it as long as I can be. Um, so I'm not, I don't know how long I can wear white pumas for anymore. I know. I know. I know. But anyway, um, no, I, I love it. And I'm really excited for what we've got to come because when I see our students and there's no way we just happen to get good students no i know and that's that was something i was going to say about the surrounding yourself with positive people because that's one thing i know you will say it but my experience in education i can't remember having groups like what we have here no, and i know me. that's very cliche oh it is I can say it? that um but i mean i speak to and remember i've told states so many times um and elise 
and it's like I go we are so so lucky oh definitely so lucky and it's like I don't think I've ever I don't know whether it's the industry or not because obviously I've only been in the industry for say five years with mm-hmm. the barber inside of it so I don't know whether that is an industry thing where it's just like if something's wrong they'll just say look I've had a stinking day I don't feel well I don't think I should be here. Yeah. Whereas I've taught leadership management, business, fitness and whatnot. And they'll come in and I'm like, you're not 100%. But yeah. they'll just go and they'll come in. They'll ruin the dynamic. And it's yeah, just like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's it, isn't nightmare. it? It's ruining the dynamic. It, it's knowing when to say, nah, yeah, shouldn't be here today. Um, because there's no, there's not many professions where you are one on one with a stranger for, you know, what well, could be an hour, could be, well, in hairdressing, could be even three hours. And if you're not feeling it, mm. they're not feeling it. Yeah. And yeah, it's an, it's a knock on effect. But no, I mean, if you, if you ask me, you know, who's your favorite student? Because we're not supposed to have favorites. No, we're not. But we do. Um, I couldn't tell you because yeah, I love them I all. I know. I did say that to Zoe and Ruby. It's like that, like we have soft spots for certain groups and stuff like that. Like our first ever group. Yeah. And like our biggest group and stuff like that, obviously. But it's it's really starting to, I don't know whether I'm getting old and soppy. Like mm, I, maybe. I know it could well be the thing, maybe. but it's like, when I, and I said this to Zoe on the last podcast and Rubes, like when I see them working in the shop and it's like the shops posting them, posting their photos, I'm like, oh my God, that's so like amazing. Um, it is, it is because you see them when they come in, when they're really raw. Um, and some of them, you know, uh, haven't got the confidence yet, maybe younger they haven't got the life skills or whatever or maybe they're cocky yeah um and then they get to the end and you go oh my gosh I know. which just goes to show that it is a great profession isn't it absolutely i mean i, you know? I used this example with zoe because i was like if and we mentioned this in the last one but if you looked at zoe's instagram you would think she is the most confident person yeah. i've ever met in my life like overconfident arrogant mm. like because she's like she'll be doing posters uh photos she'll be talking live on instagram yeah. and stuff like that but she is so down to earth oh yeah she's lovely. i remember her doing cuts in mermaid i still remember this day and i know i brought it up but i remember coming in and you'd covered the class yes and she was like i've got a skin fade coming in first time she'd ever held clippers and i was like what are you doing a skin fade for she goes oh just some guy walked past and i was like yeah i'll do it which kind of shows her confidence, but she was like, oh, but I she thought have. I could do yeah, it. No, she goes, oh, so you Which can teach definitely me. Definitely no. I know, exactly. So it was, I'd come in and she was looking at me, kind of going like, how? Yeah, you're going to have to come and help me here. Um, and then smash through it. But then I remember her doing cuts in here. And I'm like, Zoe, that is amazing cut. And she's just like, oh yeah no i could have done this or i couldn't have done that and it's like yeah. or oh, i didn't think it did too well and i'm like what are you talking mm. about but i hope now and i think it is starting to realize now that she's full-time fully qualified yeah. and stuff like that she's starting to realize oh yeah i am a good barber yeah like, they they are and again a terrible business mindset 
but we don't really leave them go until we feel like all right we're pretty confident then you yeah. can now walk into a shop and go I oh can do definitely this. Yeah. um and again that's one thing which we shouldn't really be doing technically yeah. from a financial point of view but i know for well we're all on the same page with that like mm. our trainers never go they go off yeah. all the best like there's still students here who are way past their end date yeah but because they're like oh, i still don't feel confident cool we'll yeah. keep on coming in and cutting them and when you feel like all right now i'm getting in then you go into a shop so and it's great that everybody is on the same page there. It's nobody like, oh, I can't be bothered with these. Like, oh, um, yeah. No, every everybody. <clears throat> oh, God, I know this sounds so soppy, but it is. It is family. Well, yeah, and it is. This is what Rube said. It was like, I feel like they're all our kids. Yeah. And I know that's like so sad because a lot of those students are older than me as well. But it's, None are uh, older than me, by the nah, way. No, nah, I know. Um, but yeah, it is that it's. It's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I do have to pinch myself and you know what I'm like. I have very high standards and I think you do as well. It's yeah. one thing which we've always had here and nothing's ever good enough. No. Like I know you said you, yourself about surrounding yourself with positive people and stuff like that. I try and do that as much as I can, but I think a lot of people see me as negative with certain stuff, but I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be honest. If that makes sense, yeah. like uh, Rob, who we just spoke about then yeah. about like how he was saying about our social media, the mm. website, and he's like, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it is amazing, but I'm nowhere near where I want this place to be. Like, no, but that's great, isn't it? How yeah. sad would it be if we were sat here and we said we made it? Yeah. But you know what? And this is, I can't even remember if I said this on the last podcast, but when we like I didn't say this I said it to Owen I remember now when we bought that salon mm. I was like this is it I'm done because I didn't I wasn't in the business as much as what I am now and I was still working full-time and there was more people on board I was kind of like oh, we must be killing it and I'm like everybody's looking in going like geez they bought, they bought a salon they're doing this they're doing that and I was like wow like we've done it like rocket this, this time the, next year I know, we'll be millionaires i know so we have a bit of a a bit of a funny thing where we message each other saying that don't we like yeah. this time next year we'll be millionaires and i think it's again that's something which starting to grow up and surrounding my myself with certain people and that's you and dad as well oh, dad and yourself um very good english um <laughs> Like it's, it's also like growing up, there was never, ever, ever any mention of money. Like, no. you know what I mean? I would, no. I would have no, it always makes me laugh at them with that story about the um, four by four Bentley. And she's like, why don't we just buy one of them? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why not? she sees it. At, so basically the story was we were, I was reading a magazine or something and Emily, my little sister who was See, she would have been around 12 or 13 yeah. at the time. I'm flicking through the magazine and she goes, oh, that, that car's nice. I was looking at cars and it was a Bentley 4x4, which was half a mil or something like that. And she goes, why don't you just buy that? And I was like, how much money do you think I have? And she goes, oh, all of my friends in school drive those cars. Well, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's 
the different upbringing, which is yeah. crazy because obviously she was brought up by yourself. Um, but I think it was like, dad was never one for flash cars. Like it was always like nice cars, like, but holidays was yeah. his thing, as you can tell by mom's tan. Um, <laughs> my dad is darker he'd blend into the seat <laughs> yeah, he would, um, he? but yeah it's like and he never said to me oh you need to do this career for money and neither of you no but i think we're more on the same well i hope we're on the same mindset we've been business partners yeah, it for would a, be while. a bit sad um, in regards to that it's more just like and I, I asked Zoe this question about like and i'll ask you the same like what what do you classify as rich like what what's your idea of rich in your head and this is probably one which what did you think maybe 20 years ago was rich and then probably what you think now is rich oh yeah totally different yeah totally different i mean when i was younger rich would be i did nothing yeah i'd have enough money you know i wouldn't do anything now it's being rich, I mean, family's everything, it's yeah. always been. So that's, you know, sideline, we won't talk about that. Um, but it's just having enough to do what I want to do. Yeah. That's all you need. You just need enough to do what you want to do. So if, you know, I want to take a break, if I want to grow the business, if I want to spend on the grandkids, whatever, that's that's being rich yeah and i think we're very close to that with yourself i know that's been something which we started the business my whole goal was for you to be a grandmother here yeah. in australia like that's why we moved to australia mm. we didn't move to australia for us both to work seven days a week 24 hours a day are you telling me something car with what about grandchildren no i'm definitely not okay we have a grandchild it's spud <laughs> so yeah basically that was the whole idea was to do that and i think and i mentioned this to rob my brother last night it's like it's starting to get there where you can now start to mix both like like you were saying to have those day or two off a week oh it's amazing which, yeah because i think that then helps with the business which sounds ridiculous because you'll see these i see them all the time on facebook like you need four hours sleep you need to work 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 and stuff like this and it's funny because arthur and myself laugh about this all the time because i'm like if i worked seven days a week 24 hours a day we would be so far backwards from of course where we, we would were. yeah like it's there and owen made a very good point to this as well there's kind of got to be a point in the day where you go right i can work up until then and then i'm not allowed to know that's family time after yeah. it and it's one thing which I have really tried to do this year, which doesn't help now that I'm teaching in the night. But it's it's one thing where even on the weekend, all right, well, we'll try and do something where I'll just shut off, like no phone, yeah. no laptop and everything like that. But it is hard because... It is, but grandchildren help. Yeah, well, it's it's been great that obviously you see all of the kids. Mm. Like that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's... It's having that flexibility in the business as well. But you know, we're going off track here. Yeah, we're we married. are. Family, um, family, family. I know. Yeah. All right. So okay. let's talk about the next 12 months. So what's your kind of goals personally, mm -hmm. as well as career business related as well? Okay, now you're going to laugh at this one. 
I'm not going to laugh okay. at anything. But I've already done it. I have enrolled in a class for cake decorating. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. That's really cool. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I like that. I'm not going to do anything with it. But when I have done some things like that, I love it. Right. I'm going to cut you off here okay. a second. Right. Pete, I'm also going to send you a photo of the cake that mum made last week, week before. Yeah. Of Jackson, my nephew's birthday cake, which is absolutely amazing. He loves cricket, right? But we'll put the picture up. Yeah on here it's sensational people will probably be like that's the best thing ever because <laughs> that's how i met pete was through cricket but also side note i remember my dad telling me about your cooking when you first met which was non-existent yes. which is hilarious because i kind of feel the same now with lani and myself <laughs> oh god she's <laughs> gonna kill me i know anyway um like i remember him saying you can't heat up chicken dinosaurs you yeah. know what i mean and stuff like that it was like they'd be burnt which is crazy because nanny and kenny used to cook so much well that was the point wasn't it why did i need to do it if they were gonna which do is it hilarious yeah um so yeah like my cooking is my get out like that's my you know how people go oh, i'm going for a run it is isn't it it's so Running relaxing is not well yeah but then you may think it's relaxing but then you speak to somebody like lani and lani will be like I would rather sing in front of 10,000 people than cook dinner for four people. Well, as you know, I would sing in front yeah, of... Yeah, no, so would I. Yeah. I'd have to be very drunk, but I'd definitely give it a good go. Yeah, and I would. Um, so, yeah, we also mentioned about doing a Christmas song off topic. How good would a Christmas song oh, be it for the college? <laughs> yes. I know, I was like, why the hell do we do a Christmas song? Oh, I know. Um, well, I can improvise yes. now if you want. Uh, no, I think Maybe we can do that a miss. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so that was your personal one. Yeah, that's my personal one. Um, for the um, for the business, I mean, I feel a bit like I I just do what I'm told. You know what I mean? I trust you so much to make... That sounds horrible. No, I know it doesn't. That I sounds didn't like mean I it like tell that. you to do no, what no. I do. No, no, what I mean is you make such good decisions and because you're younger and you're in Instagram, Facebook, whatever everything else is, you're on, you know, you've got your fingers on the pulse and you know what's happening. So I am so, I just find it so easy. You know, we were talking about finances and not having to know about that. Being passionate about my industry and education and then having you to go, hey, we're going to do this. And I go, oh, that's amazing. I don't know why I haven't heard about it, why I haven't thought about it. What if we do this as well? And you'll go, oh, yeah, that's right. So I think yeah. it's, yeah, I, I am more than happy to go, mm. but go, <laughs> go where you take me. Follow the way. I'm back to Genesis, follow me, follow you. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm really excited about working with people and writing barbering resources. Mm. That that would be my goal at the end of you know during this year, the end of the year, to produce amazing resources um, for our students. But then, if it went anywhere else, yeah. well, then great. Yeah, I mean, it's a funny one when you say 
what I've done. But my thing is I'm only able to do what I can do because of our team. Oh like, yeah, definitely. And our team is yourself, Lani, Stace, everyone, like literally all of our trainers. See, you're making me look awful now. I didn't mention the team. I mean, that was just... Well, you are meaning the team. It just because, accept, you know, I, I, I do. I love all of them and I value each one of them and what they contribute. And they all contribute something different. They do, but that's the massive advantage which we have because like there's one thing which it's been hard for us over the years is to get like just a, a solid team which has helped you out a lot. Oh yeah. And that was the, I think that's where Lani has been a massive totally. advantage. Um, and again, I'm not being biased because she's my partner, but I think it's like. No, she's amazing. She is amazing. Yeah, um, she is. But it's also like these, these ideas aren't just me at night going, oh yeah, that would be a great idea. That's me messaging Arthur at two o'clock in the morning going like, what's your thoughts on this? And then him messaging back at 2.15 in the morning going, yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And then by six o'clock in the morning, we've got something, something to show to you yeah. guys. Um, like that for me, and th this is another thing. I don't know why you people ask me business stuff because I have no business background. We winged it with everything. Like, yeah. Pete, who not editing video, Pete, but Pete, our personal kind of finance Guru. advisor. Oh, that was good. Deal like that. Yeah. But like that stuff to me was the one where I've winged it. And then when I speak to people and they're like, "What do you recommend?" I'm like, "Get a good accountant." Oh, like, yeah, I, I would a say good that. Yeah. For somebody who can go like, "All right, well, this is your business. This is how it's structured." this and this and this and yeah. this um like the the individuals and it, it's quite funny when everybody goes oh, i'd love to run my own business and stuff like this really? and <laughs> i know because it, it's funny like again we're just so lucky that we've got the people who we do around us yeah because oh yeah we could we couldn't do it otherwise no we couldn't and i i know i tell them that a lot but i don't think it really clicks with them i think they're just going yeah whatever he's just saying that yeah. But genuine, it's like if we didn't have the people in our team, we we wouldn't be here. Oh, definitely like we not. We actually wouldn't be here. And that's just not the team who are here now. That's the team who we've had previously oh, and everything. Yeah, it's everybody like has helped. Everyone us. from day one. It's been absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. And to see where we've come in I am gonna say a short amount of time for business because six and yeah, a half years is. yeah. isn't a long time. It isn't. But to see where we're gonna go in the next twelve months, like the like what you said, the people who we're chatting to, it's like if you would have asked me twelve months ago that we'd be sitting down with somebody who we did two days ago, yeah. I would have been like, ah, no, not yeah. a chance. And it's like it's little stuff like but that. But isn't it nice to sorry, isn't it nice to meet people who have got the same moral compass? Yeah, I know, which <laughs> is very rare. Isn't it? Um but yeah, that is something which is amazing because it it's just so easy like it's just everything is like yeah i had the exact same idea oh all right yeah. well we can do this we yeah. can do that we can do this we can do that and it is awesome to see um so yeah i'm super super excited and i haven't been this excited about something in a long time like especially work related because it has been such a tough couple of years with what's gone on in the world 
obviously. Oh, that has like, and made I think a huge difference. Yeah, I obviously think it's, it's put back. You know, goals, isn't it? Well, that that's the thing. Um, like we are expanding, and that has damaged us and set us back a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited about where it can go. Like there's so much growth available and that's in all of our like propel elysian the barber academy yeah um i mean that's the one thing for me when i think about like what we've done as a business and i'm like wow that's actually like that's actually amazing that we've managed to keep three colleges yeah and three colleges doing really well and growing and again that's the team like that's nick looking after propel um then oh, it's like a yeah. with michelle and there's the barbara academy yeah. with a lot of trainers um but again it's they're they're putting their time and effort into us as well they see what we want to do and they're like yeah i want to be a part yeah. of that which i think is really rare because i do see other colleges and i i speak to trainers and owners and stuff like that and they're just like i get my pay that's all like yeah. And not oh yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and it's it's funny because that's how Lani used to be, and that's the way that I used to be. Like ten years ago, I remember I was like packing up ten minutes before five o'clock, going like, "Get me out of here!" Like, yeah. but I think that's also the atmosphere which we try and create here. We don't want people thinking like, "Oh, I gotta go to work today." Yeah, like. I've got to go in there. I've got to deal with my bosses. And like, I don't classify us as bosses. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'd say we're more like advisors because we well, do. We try. Yeah, we try to anyway. But it's, yeah, we do make sure that our team has as much flexibility as possible. Like, and that's one thing which I know we have been, like, look what we're doing now. Yeah. They're all on Christmas holidays, but we're in here trying to do stuff for next year. So everything is done for them before they start back. Um, And I know that sounds like a little bit silly, but I want people to enjoy. And it's the same as us. It's like I told Lani, I was like, turn your computer off. I was like, I want you to have a break. I don't care about having a break because I don't need a break. Like that's not in my thing to go, oh, I'm going to have two weeks off, which is so frustrating. I don't think you can though, can you, when you're, you know, you've got a business. Obviously it's, our business so i wouldn't wanna just no no you know, switch off no exactly and yeah. you know why it's because i'm excited yeah and that is that that's literally what i said to arthur um when i spoke to him yesterday it's like there's a part of me which goes kind of like i remember a couple of years ago i was desperate and i'd go back home for four weeks and i'm thinking in my head wow i just left that business for four weeks yeah like i didn't even think like but yeah i couldn't imagine four hours but you think it's as well now that you've really got into barbering yeah it definitely helps knowing like being in the industry like because you see i think that's what maybe makes us different and again you know i'm not saying we're all high and mighty or anything like that i'm sure there's other businesses the same but i think it makes a difference when the business owners love the yeah. profession so much because i i can you know even sometimes the trainers will say something and you'll say something and i go oh it's not as easy as that guy yeah. because i have actually taught you know hairdressing yeah Whereas I'm sure now you 
when you're in class and mm. everything, you go, oh, how on earth did I expect? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, there's, there's got to be a happy medium. You know, obviously it's a business. If you haven't got any money, then you can't train any more students or yeah. you can't have the staff that we've got. Um, but it does make a difference if you love it. I mean, if this was a, I don't know, if we were delivering some other course that I wasn't particularly interested in, I wouldn't be thinking of ideas or new ways to deliver or whatever. Yeah. So it, it's, it is the profession. It is quite funny that we have members in our team who have no industry experience, but are yet so passionate about yeah. it. Like it's absolutely crazy. Like Arthur said it. Oh, I know again, Arthur. The other day. And it's like, he has no thing about barbering like he, he loves barbering yeah. but it's like he hasn't got any skill background in barbering no I, he's gonna be Apart, upset i know at you. he will be upset as soon as i said <laughs> it i was like he will be upset so arthur cuts bronx's hair his and son's he does hair it very and well. it's amazing it's it so good so sorry arthur i apologize to that yeah. i'll take that back you have some skill yeah in barbering but you'll be the first one to tell anyone you'll be like look if you have barbering questions don't speak to me about it um, but he just loves the industry, yeah, which is nuts because this is, is why we will start getting more people on the podcast who aren't in the industry because yeah. I want to know what people think about the industry. Yeah. That's hairdressing, beauty, barbering. Like mm. it's, it's crazy because I know we spoke to Prue the other day about the mental health yeah. side of stuff. And it's like that coming from a hairdressing point of view, no, a barbering point of view. Mm. It's like there seems to be a very, very strong trend where this is happening a lot. Now yeah. when people are going, I am struggling. Yeah. And it's where they'll say it, how you deal with it and whatnot. So yeah, there's there's definitely definitely that side of it coming into play, which is what we've included in our courses and whatnot, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to show what products we're putting on for 2022. Like it's And we're learning. I'm we're learning. always learning. Or, you know, yeah. some, I mean, Prue, I love her to bits anyway. And I think she is so amazing at what she does. And the fact that she makes cakes as well. Yeah, I know. Is just We're going to be so funny. But some of the things she was saying, you know, I was going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. Yeah, because that, that is so, it's so nice to mix with people that are so passionate about what they do, regardless of what it is. Yeah. And you can, you know, she made so much sense. And all I was thinking in the back of my head was, oh my gosh, our students are going to love this. I agree. This. I agree. I think it's going to be so cool. Like, I mean, I said it, didn't I? I was like, Pru, I got to get you on the podcast. Oh. It's like, just, we spoke for five minutes and I, I was know. just like. I know. Like, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. But you know what that is again, that, that is again, is that hairdressing's a background, mm. okay? And I'm a lot older than Prue, but she's still old school, if you want to call it. And the skills that we learned, you could, they're transferable. You can yeah, use no, them I agree. anywhere. Yeah. And that's what she brings. She's got, you know, you sit down with Prue and the story she'll tell you. Mm. It's just amazing. Yeah. And absolutely. when you've got those stories to tell students, 
Oh, you're on to a winner before you even start. Yeah. Because they want to know more. You know, it's, yeah, it is. It's brilliant. I know. It's good time. All right. Is that a wrap? Is that what you say? You can wrap as you want. Um, no, thank you so much for coming on. I know you don't like doing this stuff. No, I hate so it. So thank you very much. So make sure that you Photoshop, okay? Yeah, Pete, you're going to have to... Can yeah. you make me as tanned as mum? That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, thank you guys so much for um, watching, tuning in. Thank you for being here again. It's Christmas Eve tomorrow. I know, I'm so excited. Looking at Christmas attire, I love it. Oh. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. I don't think it'll get out before Christmas. It's, I'll be very impressed if Pete can get it out before yeah. Christmas. But if not, have a good new year. We're super excited about what's going to happen in 2022. Yeah, amazing. Um, there's big plans coming. Um, there's big collaborations, know, big partnerships. So, so difficult I keeping know. everything secret. I know. It's it? like it, we will. We will. Yeah. Um, we will let you all know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited and I can't wait for everyone to come on the journey with us. So yeah, thank you so much um, for all of your support this year as well. Um, that's everyone from students, our team, the salons and shops we work with. Um, everyone, thank you so yeah. much. So yeah, again, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, God. Thank you for being a good business partner. Oh, thank you for Merry being Christmas. Yeah. Thank you for being Merry alive. Christmas. Thank you for being a good son. Yeah, no, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. All right. Okay. That's a wrap. Thank Bye. you, guys. Bye.